Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. I want you guys um, to follow me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find me at Speak Life Now, Inc., that's Speak Life Now, Inc. And on the YouTube channel, you'll find me as Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Thank you all so much in advance for that. And, and also, make sure you share this podcast with your friends and let them know about the Speak Life Now radio show. I know there's a word for them. Let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor of the podcast is Casting. If you're looking for a podcast service, hosting service without sacrificing ownership of your content, try casting. Casting is an easy-to-use podcast service provided by WebDMG LLC. With casting, you simply create an account, use their simple web-based interface to upload your podcast, and with the click of just one button, your voice will be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, and all other platforms. Try casting today by visiting casting.gather.me. That's casting, C-A-S-T-I-N-G dot G-A-T-H-R dot M-E. Casting podcast service, the simple solution for your podcasting needs. And I'm on that same platform and I absolutely love it. I get to keep my content and it's just a great, platform to be on and tell them you heard about me about it on the speak life now radio show when you call to inquire about your own podcast so i know you want your voice to be heard right so give them a call let's go on to prayer heavenly father i want to thank you as always for this amazing opportunity to minister to your precious people I don't take it lightly. Hallelujah. I take authority over the airways. Well, I apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there will be no disturbance, no distraction. Hallelujah. Nothing can keep them from hearing this word today. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord, that you have created a people that are not just hearers of the word, but they are doers of the word as well. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord, for pouring peace on them, love on them, letting them feel your embrace. Hallelujah. I thank you for the anointing that you've already set forth on this word. I thank you for the angels that encamp out to this Bring forth this word to the people that is listening today. Lord, I want to give you all the praise and glory. And I thank you in your precious name, Jesus. I want to thank you all so much for last week name dropping. I got a lot of feedback from that and I know you enjoyed it. And I and I and I I mean I enjoyed it as well. I enjoyed that word as well. Today we're gonna to talk about here's the title. Are you in the right field? Are you in the right field? You know how in, in Romans it talked about the um, the sons of God. Uh, if, to know that you are a son of God, that you are led by the Spirit of God. But in Romans eight, I'm gonna read it in the Message Bible as well. And this, and then we're gonna get into how I got to this subject of Are you in the right field? Romans eight. It says here in the Message Bible, thirteen through fourteen. So, so don't you see that we don't owe this old to do it yourself life one red cent? There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. 
the best thing to do is give it a decent barrel and get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons. Things There are things to do and places to go. That's what it says in the Message Bible. In the King James Version, which we always hear, um, this is how it's read, and then many of us have already heard it. <clears throat> For we... For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I want you to remember this, especially verse 14, that you are, if you led by the Spirit of God, that you are a son of God. <clears throat> so are you in the right field? So this came about because... I was I'm really going through some emotional things last week when everybody was listening to name dropping. I was still dealing with some emotional things. We're in the time period. This is July 2020, and you know we have um, we have the pandemic going on and numbers are rising. People have opened back up, but numbers are rising. Um, I'm currently still um, furloughed from work. I know a lot of friends of mine is furloughed or laid off. And then, um, and then also, <clears throat> it's in a time of where we still have protesting and marching going on because of the murder of uh, Mr. George Floyd. We have that going on. We have controversy. Should they go back? Should children go back to school, or should they not go back to school? Teachers wondering, you know, what's going to be what's going to be happening with them? You got people coming in and. They want you to wear masks and how you going to keep the mask on kids. And it's just a whole lot of stuff going on. A lot of things to be praying about. A lot of things that you can feel going on in the atmosphere. And I was feeling some type of way. You know, some things was just going on in me. But I... I want you to talk. I want to talk about today is are you in the right field? Because you could be going all these different things, but there is still a timing of God that a lot of things are happening here. And I'm not going to read all of it. <clears throat> and some of you already know about um, Boaz and Ruth. And I'm going to talk about Ruth, but I'm not going to talk about Ruth in the way that everybody always ends with her getting married. Y'all already know that story. That's not what I'm going to talk about today. Um, we know that Ruth was a Moabite and you know that her husband died and that um, Naomi, um, her, her sister-in-law, and they, both of them lost their husbands. And I'm just going to show, I'm going to shorten this up for the sake of time. And we know that Naomi told her daughter-in-laws to just go ahead and you can just go on back with, to your own home. And, and, and this is all going to connect by the sons of God, what I was just saying in Romans 8. But I had to take you there first, and now I'm taking you to Ruth. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So Naomi was like, no, just go back with your family. Um, I can't. Ha I don't have any more sons for you, and I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if I can have another son. And then, do you want to wait that long? And and she was saying, I'm too old. She pretty much didn't want them to call. When she got back home, they wanted her to call call her bitter Myra because they didn't my Myra because they she didn't want to be even called by Naomi anymore because she had felt so bitter. Bitterness had went into her because she lost her husband and she lost two sons. 
and bitterness was setting in. She was just like, I don't even want to be called by my name anymore. And, and Naomi, the name meant pleasantness, good, pleasant, lovely, and winsome. Winsome mean that you're attractive or appealing. She didn't even want to be called by none of those names that she was. She was pleasant. She was nice. She was lovely. She was beautiful, attractive. But she had gotten to the point of bitterness. So she just told Ruth and, and, and her other daughter, Oprah, to just go back to your family. But So one of them went back. But, but Ruth said, no, I'm going with you. I'm going with you. She would not leave. Now, she was a Moabite. She wasn't of the chosen people of God. She didn't even want, you know, but she wanted to be with Naomi. She didn't even want to go back home. She, her, her love and, and her compassion for her mother-in-law that she made sure she was there with Naomi. So that's, that's what I'm going to bring you back, bring you to the point where she's now back at home um, with her people in, uh, <clears throat> and now, and, and Ruth has come with her, right? So what I want to focus on, I want to say again to you, are you in the right field? So I'm in roof two, and that's where I'm going to stay, in roof two. I want to talk to you guys out of roof two, because the second chapter of roof, because... This is going to bless you guys so much. You just got to sit here and you got to listen to it. I have to read it, but you have to listen to it. So on roof two, on roof chapter two, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, thank you, Lord. So now, so there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative of Naomi's husband, Amalek. One day, Ruth and the Moabites, it's so, the, it's a key that she said, the Moabites. Um, said to Naomi, let me go <clears throat> into the harvest fields to pick up the stalks of grain left behind anyone who is kind enough to let me do it. That's what she said. Naomi replied, all right, my daughter, go ahead. So, so Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters. And as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of her father-in-law. Now, the key to it is she didn't know that's the field she was going to. Are you in the right field? She did not know she was being led. Like I read in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, she was led. She was led there. She's actually one of the sons of God because she was led there. L listen to me now. Are you in the right field? So while she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters replied. Then Boaz asked his foreman, who is that young woman over there? Who does she belong to? He didn't know her. She didn't know him. And as the foreman replied, she is a young woman from Moab. See, they keep saying where she from. They keep saying where she from. Now, how many people are saying where you from versus then who you are? I'm from New Kent County. Where are you from? You can be from somewhere that people be like, you know, well, they just from there. Or they might be from, from that part of Richmond or that, that part of New York. But they, they say where she from. They didn't say who she was. They always got put that up first. Uh, that's so key here, you guys. And the foreman replied, she's a young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, except for a few minutes 
few minutes where she rests in the shelter. That she won't even ask it for much. She just wanted whatever people left behind. She won't try to get in the front. You go, y'all better listen to me here. Y'all better be listen. Listen to me. Say in, in the word of God, we always keep quoting about if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face. Right. So this is a humbling part because she didn't even try to get in front. She said, I just get. Can I get? Can I get this a little bit? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Can I just come behind and, and just and pick up some? I want y'all to see the whole picture here. Because sometimes you think because uh, you name the name of Christ that you got to be up front and do this. But maybe sometimes it's just a humbling piece. If you can just humble. That's why the word is that if my people that was called by my name. That's the word of God. Will humble themselves and seek my face. You see what I'm saying? So that humbling part, right? Hallelujah. Woo, let me get back to this. Let me get back to this. Let me get back to this. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Boaz went over and said to Ruth, listen, my daughter. Now, listen, my daughter is what he said to her. You know what I'm saying? You got to be listening. And he said, my daughter, automatically there's a covenant there. You see what I'm saying? She from Moab. But she's there. She stayed with her mother-in-law, faithful and loyal. Stayed with her to help her because she knew she was in grief. She had lost her husband. She had lost her two boys. You see what I'm saying? Two sons. But she, he, so it's already to put her in a place. He said, listen, my daughter, stay right with us. When you gather grain, don't go to any other fields. Are you in the right field? You hear what I'm saying? She was led to this field. He said, don't go. Thank you, Lord. He said, don't go to any other fields. Stay right behind the young women working in my field. See which part of the field they are harvesting and then follow them. I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly. Did you hear what I said? I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly. Hallelujah. And when you are thirsty, help yourself to the water they have drawn from the well. See, he had already set up a place of protection. He said, listen, my daughter. Come on here. Do y'all hear me today? Listen, my daughter. He said, stay right here in this field. Y'all got to listen to me. Stay right here in this field. I have already warned. He warned them, don't. Handle her roughly. Already protection. You see what I'm saying? And when you are thirsty, help yourself. When you need something to drink, she had to worry about that. The water, her provision, her, her needs was being met. Hallelujah. In that field. My God. Hallelujah. Ruth fell at his feet and thanked him warmly. What have I done to deserve such kindness? She asked. I am only a foreigner. You see what I'm saying? She kept seeing herself as the way they initially saw her from Moab. She's a foreigner. Naomi was not. Naomi was coming home, but she was a foreigner. But see how the favor of God, how the kindness that she had exhibited to her mother-in-law was now falling on her. Do y'all not see what I'm saying? Are you in the right field today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he he said, yes, I know, 
Boaz replied, but I also know about everything you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of, of her husband. Of your husband, he said, but I know everything you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. I have heard how you left your father and your mother and your own land to live here among complete strangers. Y'all come on here. Listen to this. Sometimes when you got to move into the field, God has you to go to. You, 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 you leave everything, but you doing it because you are the son of God. That means you are led by God. Correct. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord, this is, I'm back into the scripture. Verse 12. May the Lord the, the God of Israel, of whom wings you have come to take refuge. Now, remember how Psalms 91, that refuge, right? He said it right here. Whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. Hallelujah. Verse number 13. I hope I continue to please you, sir, she replied. You have comforted me by speaking to, speaking so kindly to me, even though I'm not one of your workers. See, she's still, she's still humbling herself saying, thank you. Are you thankful right now? Are you grateful? See, I want to see right here. You know how in the New Testament it talked about the lepers and how that one came back and kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you over and over. The other ones was healed, but that one that had that heart of thanksgiving and gratefulness became whole. See, when you stand thankful, when you stand thankful, when you stand grateful, it's things that's going to happen. It's a multiplier. It's going. It's a multiplier. You're gonna receive more and more because of your thanksgiving. How you keep saying, "I'm so thankful, Lord. I thank you for this, Lord. I thank you for that." Because of that, it keep increasing. Let's go on. Let's go on. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Woo. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Lord. At mealtime, Boaz called to her, "Come over here and help yourself to some food. You dip your bread in in the sour wine." So she sat with his harvesters, and Boaz gave her some roasted grain to eat. She ate all she wanted, and still had some left over. When Ruth went back to work, Boaz ordered his young men, "Let her gather grain among the sheaves without stopping her, and pull out some heads of barley." from the bundles and drop them on purpose. My God, for her. Let her pick them up and don't give her, hallelujah, a hard time. You hear what I'm saying? So Ruth gathered barley there all day and went on and, and she beat out the grain, um, the grain that evening. So I want you want to say, I want to take it down here a little bit further for the sake of time. Remember now, it left, left bundles and dropped them on purpose. You see what I mean? So then things coming and they're are you in the right field being dropped on purpose during this season. So this, I what I want to bring up right now was she was there and this is so key because I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to read all of it. She was there during the barley harvesting season. Uh, Y'all got to hear me today. She was there during the barley harvesting season, right? And then she was asked to stay on for the wheat harvesting season. Right here in verse number 23. So so Ruth, Ruth worked aside. Okay, well, good morning, Nico. 
<sighs> so Ruth worked alongside the women in Boaz's fields and gathered grain with them until the end of the barley harvest. Then she continued working with them through the wheat harvest in early summer. What I want you guys to know. When this season, when this whole area of the things that started happening with the pandemic, it, it actually hit in this, in Virginia, in the United States in March. See, we, we on a calendar here that is not God's calendar, right? So the barley season is March and April. Everything hit in March and April here. And then the wheat is May and June. So from March through June, <coughs> Excuse me. In Israel is the harvest season. So for us, because in the United States, we think in September, 50% of their harvest is harvested through in March and June. The seeds were sown in November. They planted the seeds in November and December. This is so key because from March to June is when we some things been left for us on purpose. Like different things from the CARES Act, different things that have been happening. I was getting care packages, care packages, care packages over and over from different family members. Care packages, care packages. Uh, then you had the CARES Act that, that hit in March and goes till um, July, right? And then all these things was done on purpose, right? So really, you guys, when you know you're in God's season and you're in His feel, no matter what's going on around you, what you might be experiencing around you, you are actually in God's season of harvest. Are you in the right field today? Are you in the right field? Remember, Boaz had it set up where she was protected, that they was leave, that she could also just go ahead and harvest with the rest of them. And then he told them, leave her stuff on purpose. All she had to do was pick it up. Stuff was being left on purpose. All you have to do was pick it up. Things was arriving at my door. Things, money was being sold to me, given to me. All I had to do was pick it up. Are you in the right field today? Yeah, every time people talk about Ruth and Boaz, they talk about, you know, about the time when they get to their marriage. But it's a whole lot here, way before that. First of all, she was led to the right field. And was told by her mother-in-law, don't go to no other fields. Even Boaz said, stay here in my field. You see what I'm saying? If she had ventured off into her own field, or I'm going to go over there with them and see what I can get, she wouldn't have been protected. It wouldn't have been stuff left for her own purpose. She probably would have been thirsty and hungry. Everything she needed for nourishment, every need was met. More and enough that she could take back to Naomi. Even the food that they had that day, she had more than enough, and she took it back. And then when she found out, when she talked to her mother-in-law, what field she was in, and Naomi said, oh, wow, he is your, your, a family member. He said, this is one of your family. This is what she said. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. So, hallelujah. Hallelujah. She, he was a family redeemer. And we, what we like, like Jesus, he has, he's our redeemer, right? Remember last week we were talking about name dropping. He was our redeemer. He is our redeemer. She showed up in the right field. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right here in verse number 22, um, after Naomi, um, so verse 21, then Ruth said, What's more, Boaz even told me to come back and stay with his harvesters until the entire harvest is completed. Stay in that field until harvest is done. And, and Naomi said, good, Naomi exclaimed, do as he said, my daughter. Stay with his young women right through the whole, uh, right through the whole harvest. Huh? You might be harassed in other fields, but you'll be safe with him. Did you hear what I just said? Are you in the right field today? Read Ruth. You guys, I'm telling you, read first. When I got, I was reading it. I read chapter one. I read chapter two. By the time I read chapter, when I was reading chapter two, tears was falling. I said, Lord, I thank you because I knew it was a right now rhema word for me. And it's a right now rhema word for you. Remember the barley harvest and the wheat harvest. May, I mean March and April for barley, May and June for wheat. And 50% of their harvest, yeah, they harvest other items all throughout the year. But 50% of what they all need is in the barley and in the wheat. That's 50% of the year's harvest came through March and June. That's very key. That's very key. During this time of pandemic, it's in the time of God's timing. We got to look at what's really going on. He is leaving things on purpose. You have protection. He, he's, he's, he's telling, he warned, Boaz warned, warned the men, don't treat her roughly. She kept saying, well, how am I getting so much kindness? I'm a foreigner. How did, we, how did you feel at first when you came to the Lord? Did you feel like a foreigner? Did you feel like that? Like, well, what, how God, I know when I heard that God was going to use me, I was like, he going to use me? How in the world is he going to use me and all the stuff I had done and was still doing when I got that word? My, my, my question to you all today is, hallelujah, are you in the right field? Because when you're in the right field, you're going to have every need met. You're going to have protection. You're going to get stuff on purpose. They're going to drop off stuff to you on purpose when you're in the right field. Yeah, being in that right field led to her being married to that wealthy man. But the reason she was led to the field in the first place, because she was uh, led by God to the right field for the entire harvest. And all she had to do was just pick it up. Pick it up. But she had been getting now. She was humble enough to say, I'll just get whatever y'all leave behind. She wasn't going to be greedy. I just, just get, I'll just take a little bit. Hallelujah. I'll just take what you leave behind. But she didn't have to do none of that. God has set her up. God has set her up for a miracle. God, she was set up. Hallelujah. For a miracle. Are you in the right field today? Hallelujah. As you go into this week, my God, thank you, Jesus, for this word. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this word today. 
Hallelujah. As you go into this week, hallelujah. Remember to speak life over yourself. To speak life over your family. To speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is to speak life now, Lord. I thank you. I give you praise. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. Hallelujah. For this mighty word today. That dear Lord, that they be led. Hallelujah to the right field. If they had gotten out and started looking at somebody else's field. Make sure that we stay in the field that you have led us to. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. And I will talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.